Hey podcasters, today's episode is a rebroadcast from the vlog on YouTube. If you haven't seen it yet, just search my name, Kelsey Terry, and you'll find it pretty easily. Our topic today is a list of things I wish I had known in high school. So without further ado, this is Hacking Autism. So the 10 things I wish I had known in high school. Number one, I wish I had known, I wish that someone would have told me that things get easier, they get better. When you go get more comfortable in your own skin, life becomes more manageable. You kind of take ownership of not fitting in with the cool kids and the way that your brain think works is very different than everyone else. And I would challenge myself to get comfortable in my skin, my own skin as quickly as possible through either trauma or debate, speech, some of the more, or even knowledgeable, quizable, some of the more intellectual activities that would have allowed me to really embrace the way that my brain worked instead of being ashamed of it or feeling uncomfortable about the way that my head was working um, at that time. Number two, I wish that I would have created a, a network of close friends. I wish I would have pursued them more diligently and sought out who could be those safe people. I decided in high school that those people were going to be my educators, but that became a challenge when I wanted to connect with my friends or I wanted to go to prom. I wanted to do social events. I wanted to go out on a Friday night to a movie with a group of people that wasn't my chemistry teacher. And also there's a, a level of appropriateness that comes with that. And so I wish that I would have sought out those friends and made the most of lunchtime because that's kind of what um, can be a proving ground for how well you'll do at lunchtime in a corporate office. There's this book that says, you know, never eat, you know, never eat alone. And it's basically about networking and making the most of the lunch hour. Often when people are lacking productivity, that's when you can step up your productivity. So in high school, with that in mind, as an adult thinking about how I could do that, I would have made the most of that time. Which brings me to number three. Number three, I wish that I had learned faster um, to wear tight clothing. Now off the cuff, that sounds weird, it sounds bizarre, um, but what I mean by that is clothing that allows me to apply pressure. So in this example, you see that I'm rocking a watch. I have slim fit chinos on right now. And what that does, and I've got my hair in a ponytail as well. So it allows me to apply pressure throughout my body in a way that allows me to relax. So you hear about weighted clothing, weighted vests, weighted blankets, and those are pretty expensive. But what I found as a simple hack is putting a ponytail in is like having a glass of wine for me or throwing a watch on, wearing uh, fitted clothing. You can even see that I've got my cuffs on so I can roll my, my shirt up so that it's tight again against my arms. I stumbled upon that sometimes in high school that, you know, putting my hair up would help, but I never really fully leveraged Oh, well, I could put a baseball cap on. I could wear tighter shoes. I could wear, um, you know, zip up vests that are a little bit more fitted. And so 
That's something I really, I think would have been a game changer as I dealt with tests and essays and presentations. I could have thrown those pieces of clothing on to then leverage um, new productivity. Number four, I wish that someone would have told me it's going to be all right. I had a mentor who taught me how to leverage my glitch as my glitch in my DNA as my gift, but I wish that someone would have told me it was going to be okay, that I was going to go on to college and graduate successfully, be able to buy a home and, and check some of the American dream boxes off of my list. But I mean, and all that aside, it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, but I wish someone would have come alongside me and said, you're going to be okay. You are going to be able to use something called leverage to make a hard thing into a good thing. And so, and I just want to share that with you, that it's going to be okay, that you are going to make it through because you're watching content like this to help you understand how to flip the script on a glitch becoming a good thing. So that would be number four. I wish someone would have told me that I am going to have more fun than I could have ever imagined, that my life will go further than what anyone had predicted or projected. And there's so much more beyond the halls of high school and whether or not you get to have a date at the dance or you have someone to sit with at the football game. Life is so much wider and greater than the halls of a high school, even though that it doesn't feel like it in that moment. I wish someone would have told me the amazing things to come. And so I'm just so excited for you. If you're sitting in high school, if you're watching this in Spanish class, life is about to get better. And I, I mean that. It's impossible to predict the future, but I do mean that. And the reason I can say that with confidence is because you're developing life skills to make you, to allow you to survive and thrive in high school by understanding how your brain works, why, what makes you unique is really what is going to set you apart from the crowd in the professional world. And because you're establishing those skills now, you're going to crush it. Um, when you graduate. Um, so I just speak that over you as a bit of encouragement. And that brings me to my next point. I wish that I had been told that my struggle, my challenges, my hardship, when it came to having a learning disability and all sorts of challenges, and then getting misdiagnosed with ADHD, and then ultimately diagnosed with Asperger's, that it was gonna be a good thing. I thought, what a freaking joke. Um, if, if you told me that in high school, I wouldn't believe you. I think I'd, I'd probably argue with you on that one because it was so hard to walk through. But through the content of this channel, I've been able to connect with different people with high-functioning autism and come alongside them to encourage them to say, you're not alone in this. And that list of you know negative attributes that exist within the DSM, those actually could be great things and you might be able to connect with others because of your hardship. So that's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to flip the script on what would be a, generally a negative diagnosis and I'm trying to help people. So that's why I'm creating this content. That's why I take time to do this and I hope it encourages you. But consider 
Is there someone that you know in your life that you could come alongside them? Is there a parent you could share this with? Is there a kid that was diagnosed and they're they're in a tough place? Consider, could I come alongside and encourage someone else? Number seven, when it comes to your obsessive focus within your high functioning autism, can you use your obsessive focus and um, obsessive knowledge or desire to become an expert in something? Can that become a resource in the arc of your career? I would argue yes. I wish that I had known that my obsession of the Titanic would be an early indicator of being able to pursue Mandarin Chinese in college. That was something I realized later in college, probably as a junior in college, but I wish I would have known in high school. The fact that that obsessive focus could really set me apart within um, the context of my peers. So in order to learn Chinese, you have to be kind of insane, one, first to do it, and two, you have to be really, really focused, really driven to do that. And there's a book called So Good They Can't Ignore You. I'd highly recommend everyone, and I mean everyone, check that out, no matter how old or young you are. And it's all about leveraging what you can be the best in the world at. Maybe you're not the best in the world at anything right now in high school, but could you use that obsessive focus to become the world's expert on IoT connected devices? I don't know, but that is something that I learned how to do in college, but I wish I would have done that in high school and applied that to my understanding of Manifest Destiny or the Spanish Inquisition or how to get through existentialism papers. Number nine, uh, this seems, I think, uh, it makes me laugh to share it with you, but number nine, I wish that I would have learned to have made my bed. Now, um, yeah, that sounds a little quirky. It sounds a bit juvenile, but I wish that I had learned to make my bed every day because when I make my bed, it helps me to win my day. And just that little victory allows me to have momentum throughout the balance of my day to eat right, to make sure that I hit three meals a day, that I'm getting my protein, all of these different things. It's almost kind of like a dominoes effect if I make my bed. I wish that I had done that. That was often something I fought with my parents about was that why would I have to make my bed if I'm gonna sleep in it later? Answer, make your bed. So that's number nine. And then last but not least, I wish that I would have had more grace for my parents as they were doing their very best to raise someone with high functioning autism, not knowing what to do or how how do you parent in the context of that? Where does autism end and where does bad behavior begin? I mean, that's a million dollar question right there. I wish I would have had more grace for them as people, just trying to figure it out instead of viewing my parents as superheroes that should naturally understand how to love their children well and kind of partner alongside of them. So I wish I would have given them more grace in the whole process. So I would love to hear which out of the 10 did you find most helpful? And do you have tips for others in high school that, you know, I wish I would have learned X. 
Would love to hear in the comments below. With that, I'll catch you guys next time. If you've made it this far, I want to say thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. And if you found this valuable, I would so appreciate it if you'd be willing to give us a rating on the iTunes store. If you're an Apple user, would appreciate it if you would give us four or five stars if you think it is high quality. Um, truth be told, that is the way that podcasts are ultimately sorted in the App Store. And so would love it if you would be willing to take a few moments of your time and give us a rating or leave us a review. I would love to understand how can I optimize this show to create more value for you in the days to come.